Hi everyone and welcome to episode 149 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys! And we're joined by Sue Lightning. Hey there, what's up? Not much. Yeah, not it's much. It's been a crazy, crazy week. Oh, it has been, especially for Final Fantasy. How are things with you? Uh, they're they're going good. I'm just we're, I'm over here working on YouTube stuff and some stuff I can't really talk about right now. But yeah, I was gonna say, do you wanna do you wanna tell people about all your YouTube channel and everything? Uh, so my YouTube channel is basically my my online name, Sue Lightning, and I I talk about Square Enix games like Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, and uh, some other games soon like uh, Parasite Eve and stuff like that. Yeah. Lorenzo was born to try Parasite Eve. Oh, but... I've always wanted to. I've always loved the designs. And um, I still remember when I had like the PlayStation 1 demo disc and they had the opening cutscene to the first Parasite Eve on it. And I was just like, this is the epitome of amazing graphics. I don't see how they can get any better. I was sorely mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> but have you, um, have you played, you've played it before? Yeah, I Parasite Eve 1 is like one of my favorite video games of all time. I actually have a factory sealed copy of Parasite Eve 1. Oh wow. And it has the wow, demo disc incredible. for FF8 in it, I think. Oh my god. Oh, cherish that forever. Daryl and I love that. Like the Dalit mission is just incredible. Yeah. But no, that's amazing. It's a really good game. It's it's a lot like uh, if Resident Evil 2 and Final Fantasy 7 had a baby. <laughs> what did you think about the second one? I don't really like it all that much because they just got rid of the Final Fantasy 7 part of that equation and just made <laughs> yeah. it Resident Evil 2. And then yeah. the third one was Is, different again. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of the third game. Yeah. It's just like the consistency. Like just if something's working, just don't get rid of it. Exactly. You know? Just don't get rid of it. And that but, the, no. that third Parasite Eve game was actually a Tabata-san game. Yeah, I know. So crazy. Oh, Tabata. I know. It's um, Yeah. It's crazy times, crazy times. He's done a lot of different games. He has. Yeah. Yeah. He's very a very versatile, versatile man. Yeah. Very, very versatile. All right. So we've got a couple of things to talk about on today's show, but it's going to be in two main segments. We obviously had the 30th anniversary opening ceremony event, which we're going to recap and just give you our thoughts on. And then we're going to run through some news stories because there have been quite a few following the event. Oh, as gosh. It always yes. seems to happen. They just, they never really say that much during the events and then they just talk to Famitsu afterwards. And <laughs> like, why, why did they need to do it that way? I don't know. They just love Famitsu so much. I think they're I think they're embarrassed. They're like, Oh, we forgot to say this, so hey Famitsu, what's up? Oh yeah. <laughs> hey Famitsu, all right, uh so everybody's bothering us on Twitter about this. Uh could we just run an interview with you? All right. Oh, okay, that's fine. Anyway, for you new folks, Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. We have a new show every Tuesday working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union, and we come on the iTunes store as well as FinalFantasyUnion.com. Go to our Patreon stuff now. No, no. Well, YouTube just doesn't seem to be happening. Ah, never mind then. Yeah. Anyway, going on to our Patreon (laughs) segment. So now we're going to run through everyone who has pledged $2.50 or more per episode, to whom we are eternally grateful. Yes. I'll let you kick things off, Lauren. All right. So we have Barry Norton at Nortron Zero. Christian Burge. Lewis James. Satria Jarasadama at Satria 65 Ruben. Skylar Loveless. Tiger Crane at Palpa Milkshake. Tyson Wildman at Ty Wildman 1. Ventus, he's a new patron. Oh, thank you, Ventus. Uh, William Trengove at Varnas the Azure. Chris Morales. 
Digileo at Chub Arcanine. Dustif Haviv at Dustyfish770. Again, new new patron there. Welcome. Yay, welcome. Eric Decker at Choco Taco. Holly Crawley at Dog Said T Okami. Jonathan Gonzalez at Oh, It's Just Johnny. Josh McNabb at J2K9. Michael Graham. Thorin Bullen at Massacre23. Zach Duranto at ZDuranto58. Alex Trotman at Kira Namjian. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Darren Matthews at Doomster73. Jason Rivera at Neo Arcadaic. Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J. Julio Carrillo at Dead Demon 225. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Mario Herker. Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail. Muhammad Quayam, who just won our giveaway. He did. Yeah, our latest giveaway. Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Nack 95. Rachel Casterton at Urba Yon Ray. Tony Stemmen at Tony Stemmen. Vitanitas at V underscore Tron 5000. Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. And we also have Joseph Hull, who is a new patron as well. The list just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Oh, that's just crazy. It's so awesome. I know. Thank you guys so much for Welcome everything. to the union. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the union. Welcome. We have badges. All right, so... <laughs> The 30th anniversary, well, the Final Fantasy 30th anniversary opening ceremony. It's a bit of a mouthful. It's a very long name oh for an event. Oh, my God. Well, you, you can't really expect much else from it's, Final Fantasy, it's to true. be fair. It's true. Although, what, Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, more. Kingdom Hearts too. Um, so, yeah, it took place on the 31st of January. Obviously, last episode, we did a load of predictions. Pretty much none of them happened. Well, some of them did, I yeah. would say. We, we had a lot of outlandish predictions, none of which happened. Um, but yeah. yeah, so pretty much all the major Final Fantasy guys were there, except Sakaguchi, who was sick. I think they had a picture of him like wearing a sick mask or something. Yeah. Um, but um, like obviously you guys watched the event too. What did you think of it about it as a whole? Were you happy with what they showed? Did you think it was a good spectacle? I was really excited to see what was going to happen, obviously, just like everyone else. But I was more on the disappointed side until they showed off that dlc trailer for ff15 uh, and yeah. kind of like confirmed a lot of the things i i've i, I know <laughs> like you know like I, I can't really say much but it's just like wow i'm so hyped for that now like i know yes. oh it was like that that last scene as well with prompto with the gun i was just like oh my god this looks so good this looks so good oh i wish i could talk about things <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's okay um but yeah no um that I think as well was the highlight for me. I mean, the whole sequence with um with Gladiolus fighting with Core as well. We get to see more Core. Oh, Matt Mercer. Was there anything else that you that sort of stood out for you? I I actually do like the uh, mobile game uh, Mobius Mobius Final oh, yeah. Fantasies. Are you excited for it to come on Steam? Yeah, that I so the whole thing was like I I was playing it on my phone and then. You know, obviously it's like a episodic game. Yeah. So I kind of fell out of it, but I know. Yeah, we had the exact same thing. Yeah, so when it comes out on Steam, I will definitely get back into it and I know. Delve into the FF seven stuff because it was know, so good. All, like all the new stuff that comes out soon. <laughs> like chapter two, like that ending was I mean, I won't I won't spoil it for anyone who's listening, but like that ending was such a big cliffhanger. And like honestly, the both of us were like playing it every morning. We would wake up, we would play a little bit of Mobius, and then Daryl would go to work or I would take care of Allie, something or in between. And um yeah, we just fell out of it because we weren't getting any new things. I think it was the Chocobo Festival or whatever it was. The Chocobo. Yeah, that just kind of, it, it really dragged on. It was I know. Because kind of like, the reason why I enjoyed playing is because the battles were kind of, 
you didn't really have to focus too much on yeah, what you, you were doing. Yeah, you didn't have to think. But the minute they told us, we had to think. Uh, and there was nothing else to do. That's the thing. It was just the, it was the Choco event or nothing else. Exactly. So we just Is- kind of... Is that a bit where you stop, Sue? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's just such a shame. But no, no, I'm I'm really stoked for it to come on Steam. Do you know if they're going to do the Final Fantasy VII event on Steam as well? I would have thought so. Yeah, they must do, shouldn't they? I, I hope that they do that stuff, but it kind of like stays, like, you know, rather than it just being like an event. Because, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but... In Japan, that game's been out for a little while longer, and yeah. they, they've done some other events too, like uh, an FF13 one and like a FF12 event. So I kind of hope uh, that stuff does come to the Steam version because it seems too good to not, you know, to not go there. I know. I think it. I think it will. I mean, I think it's part of the game, sort of like um core i mean the trading in of events like um starting with the poo poo event which i just thought was the cutest thing <laughs> so in the entire fun. world that was so cute poo poo i know all oh, the little how poo-poos. do you know that they're actually bad guys yeah i know you they don't can't. you don't know what they're actually saying to you they might be swearing your butt off i have to mention here though um <laughs> do you guys think it's weird that there is a final fantasy 7 remake event when we don't even have a release date for the game <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. I think Square Enix is really weird with a lot of the things they do. Like, there's a there's a Kingdom Hearts 3 action figure, and the game isn't even out yet. Like, Yeah, I know. I know. Like, I what saw if, that as well. What if Sora goes through, like, a redesign or something? Like, we're just going to have this action oh, figure. They've got the, I mean, the, 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 there's a Cloud and Barrett for the, as well, isn't there? I guess yeah, those designs yeah, must be yeah. completely... Yeah, not they must them. be <laughs> at least approved yeah. by the almighty Nomura-san. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, um, yeah, they, they just, they're their own worst enemy. They announce things too early. They release things too early. They, they're special fruitcakes, but we still love them. They announce things too early and they release them too early. Yes, they do sometimes, like the play arts that we were just saying about, I would say, and the events. What do you think of the event though, Lauren? Of the 30th anniversary event? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's one of those things where they thought in practice, they were just like, all right. We're going to come up with this event, but it's going to be the opening ceremony. So we're not actually going to announce anything just yet, but we're just going to have it be the opening ceremony. I think it was one of those times where they had this idea in their head, but it wasn't quite displayed properly, I guess. Lost in translation, that type of thing. Well, I would say that the event was clearly for a Japanese audience. It was. Not for the Western world. It was. But the thing is, is that I feel like with this kind of thing... um with how everybody else has sort of done these kind of events is that they announce a lot of stuff. They announce, they, they put their biggest stuff forward. They don't expect for there to be a part one and then that the part one is not even going to have that much in it, you know? Like if, you know, Sony, Sony, the, um, the PlayStation experience, like they just had like a load of stuff coming out of that one and like a new final fantasy 7 they had a final fantasy 7 remake trailer honestly but yeah i think like everybody was sort of expecting this big thing because it's you know coming on the 30th well, anniversary I don't think even is even that i just think they wanted one big thing yeah and like the, the the event obviously if you guys watched it um there wasn't a big announcement no the biggest announcement was that zodiac age got a release date and so shinji hashimoto the uh final fantasy producer big top head he's the please be excited he's, guy. he's the global brand manager he's the, for ble- he's the please be excited guy 
Um, but yeah, he um, he seemed very disappointed in his Famitsu interview afterwards because he was just like, you guys just didn't get the fact, like everybody's sort of shouting at us about what we didn't announce, but it's supposed to be an opening ceremony. Like we have stuff, this is going to be a year long thing. And it's like, that's fine. Explain that. Tell us yeah. that like beforehand, you know, because you just sort of said, oh, well, this big event is happening on the 31st of January. And you're just kind of like, oh, oh this, this is awesome. You didn't even put like part one, but maybe the opening ceremony was the part one. Yeah. I mean, like, so what they showed was, uh, yeah, I guess, it, as I said, it wasn't an event really for anyone outside of Japan. So yeah. they showed a load of like J- Japanese exclusive merchandise, which yeah. we don't really get like. I mean, I saw so many people like because they had a thousand dollar wine set. Yeah, so it was like wine with like these um, Swarovski glasses. Oh my god! And everyone's like, "Do they not understand their audience? Like, people can't like. There's not too many Final Fantasy gamers that are just going to go out and splash a grand on a bottle of wine and some glasses. Yeah, and like forty dollar cakes. Um, oh my god! Yeah, the cup noodles with that ridiculous Ultima fork. Yeah, oh my like, god! Which I mean, like, it's it's a sword. Yeah, why is they made it in a fork? Because you can't pick up noodles but, with a fork. But it's with like, a f- but Queena, Queena uses a fork. It's true. They could have done Queena. <sighs> but that's not Final Fantasy VII. It's not Final Fantasy VII. But anyway, so they had all this stuff. Um, and then, yeah, well, clearly for it's, it's a Japanese audience. They love that yeah. stuff over there. Yeah. And then they didn't really announce much else. They did a bit of stuff on the mobile games. We knew that Dissida Opera Omnia got a release date, which yeah. was the day after the event. And probably the next big thing was the Final Fantasy twelve release date. I think that was a huge thing for some people. But I mean, like, it's just, we knew it was going to come at some point. Yeah. Probably in the middle of the year because there's nothing else going on. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's not a massive announcement. No, but it was, it was something that people were wanting. I was actually kind of surprised they they went for a specific release date because Mm. in in recent history, they have been notorious for not hitting any release dates (laughs) they they announce at all. Bless them. Like every single mobile game that's been announced in the last six months has been delayed like you've got Opera Omni, which was announced in October to release by the end of the year, gets delayed by two months, and then King's, King's Night. King's where Night. Where is King's Night? Where is that even gone? Where is it? They announced it in November where is it? to this say it's going to come forgotten. out within the next month and a half. And then and, Justice Monsters Five was delayed, and then cancelled. Yeah, all of them have pretty much been. So, that would be yeah. really upsetting if King's Night got cancelled. I and know. You go back and play FF15 and they're like talking about King's Night and it's like, wait, what? what? I know. That's the annoying <laughs> thing, isn't it? They keep talking about it and I'm just like, I want to play it. It's a really popular game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah this really popular game. Oh, you want to beat me in King's Night? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, yeah, because uh, there's got to be so many people that have no idea what the hell they're talking about. But I guess maybe that doesn't matter because they don't know they're missing out on something. No, no, you they don't know. They must just think, oh, it literally is a game inside AOS that they play. Yeah. Yeah, they missed yeah. out on the cross marketing promotion. To be fair, <laughs> I never played Justice. I played Justice Monsters Five maybe once in Final Fantasy Fifteen. I played it once on the phone. Yeah, same. And then I got played rid of it. it. I played it in the game, and it just kept going. Yeah. And I was like, "What am I supposed to do? Like, is there like?" And then An you, you have to like fail intentionally to like get your prize. Oh really? I was very like confused about that yeah i was like who cares like who cares <laughs> and then so i think everyone from this event was expecting a final fantasy 7 trailer something just just something something. Just something yes and what they gave us was a piece of artwork mm. and for us to please wait for a, a later date to get more information please be excited 
Like what? It, we were expecting that though, weren't we? I, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, I, it doesn't. It didn't surprise me too much. It's Nomura. Nomura just loves these things, and he did only say a couple of weeks ago that he wanted to show it this year, but he wasn't. Sure, he wasn't sure when. Yeah. I was hoping that he was just kind of teasing us a little bit, and mm-hmm. that he was making us think, "Oh, well, they're not going to show it then. They're going to show it later." But now I'm wondering if he's even going to show it this year at all. Yeah. Because when especially since like i mean they missed like a really massive opportunity i think with final fantasy 7 this year because i mean granted they haven't announced anything yet but i would have thought that with the distant worlds announcement they would have announced a special final fantasy 7 um concert yeah something to celebrate the 20th anniversary because whenever i go to these distant worlds events i always 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 hear people in the audience call out for Aerith's theme one winged angel all these different final fantasy 7 things they would sell out like hotcakes if they had just announced a 20th anniversary Final Fantasy VII concert. I mean, granted, you'd have the people who were like, oh, Final Fantasy VII well, is then so they overrated. But they wouldn't have to go. And exactly. it would be something to celebrate the 20th anniversary. So I honestly think that they missed a big thing there. I, I think mean, they could they even did. do it as a set because you've got the Final Fantasy VII anniversary, then you've got the 8, the 9, the 10 mm-hmm. all coming up. And I think that people would have been satisfied with that. I think people probably wouldn't have felt as disappointed if they had just sort of done something to recognize Final Fantasy VII. Well, we've got a snow sculpture. We do have a snow sculpture that we can actually see. We can see it from afar. We can see it in... Well, the yeah. moment they're making it, we can see them yeah. make it. Yeah. And if you want to go to Sapporo, you can you can, you can see it yeah, firsthand. Yeah, the Sapporo fe- uh, Snow Festival. It does look really cool, though. I wish we could go to see the snow festival. Because they just look, I mean, incredible what they can do with snow. But that that's that's my thing. I mean, yeah, I was a bit... I, I could understand from what Hashimoto was saying. I could understand what he meant in terms of, like, you know, why they didn't announce as much as they did. But I, too, was a bit like, well, this Well, it is makes it. me wonder when they're going to announce the rest of the stuff then. Yeah. Because if he's saying... Well, well, basically what he said was that there's actually a lot of unannounced Final Fantasy titles in development right now. Mm. They just didn't talk about any of them. Yeah. So, A, what are those titles? Mm-hmm. And B, when are they going to talk about them? And C, are they even going to come out this year? Final Fantasy <laughs> 30th Anniversary Act 1. Yeah, 2. C1. <laughs> yeah. They're doing a remake of Final Fantasy 1 again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> This time it's directed by Ito. Yeah! It would be great if uh, for the FF13 anniversary, if they actually made a sculpture of snow out of snow. Oh my god, that would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so just incredible. I would love to see that. Absolutely. All right. So guys, I want you to give me a rating for the event out of of 10. Can Mm. you do that? Is that too too controversial? I could I could try. I'd say about I'd say about a six, six or seven. Okay. Yeah, I would uh I would say like five, five out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say a five or a six. It was just it wasn't what they wanted it to be. No. If they, yeah. they had they had an idea in their mind about how it was gonna. And may, I don't know what the reception's been like in Japan. No. I have no idea. But or um, how many people are actually like, oh, I really could use a thousand dollar a thousand dollar wine glass. Collect- hey, we Collectors know plenty of people glasses. that will buy that. Oh, we do actually. <laughs> you good point, good point. There we do know people who would like eat that up, but I, I would definitely buy the Ultima fork, but the yeah. full size version, <laughs> yeah. like that I could actually use as a sword. Like that would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> I will pick up tiny noodles with this sword. <laughs> it didn't even seem that practical. Like it was it just 
it didn't look like it would really go in. The th- and then it's so long. That, how are you going to get it in your mouth? It's like, I, it didn't seem like a very practical Well, Daryl's, well, I could say that's what she said, but I don't know if that would be, that would be <laughs> below the belt. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah. No, it's true. It's very true. Um, they would have to be very large cups. Yes. <laughs> Swimming in a of, vat of, of cup noodles. noodles. Yeah. Of noodles. Gladiolus would be so happy. Seriously though, right? How, yep. did that, how did it go from being a Final Fantasy 15 cup noodle deal where they talk about it a lot in the game? Oh my God, it's right? so funny. To then being like this massive campaign where there's a cup noodle for every boss. I don't know. They're just passionate about about the flavoring of cup Has noodles. Has Tabata just been selling everyone on the virtues of cup noodle internally? They probably have just eaten so much that they're just <laughs> like, all right, guys, <laughs> we need another reason to eat this money cup noodles. Yeah, we need them to send us more cup noodles for free. Yep. I would. I haven't ever had cup. I would. I would love to try some cup noodle. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing ever, by the way. Do they sell them in the States? Uh, yeah. They They, do. They've got all kinds of flavors and stuff. Oh. Will they be selling the boss, the boss selection Um. though? I don't think so, but I mean, I'm sure you could probably get them on eBay or something. Yeah, yeah more than likely. And but that's like space food, so it'll stay. It'll stay good yeah. in the mail. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah, no, that would probably stay good for a long time. They are destroying yeah. your insides when you eat them. Oh, but, but they're there's, so there's good. Like, it's pot noodles. I know. They're, they're lovely. I know. Yeah, we have pot noodles over here. But yeah, no, they're delicious. But yeah. All right, so I think we should move on to the news section, which is completely related to the 30th anniversary, actually. Yeah. I, and I have, it happens every single time, no matter what event it is, whether it's E3 or TGS or whatever, like, no matter when there's an event, a couple of days after, like, I mean, E3, right? So obviously they're going to do all their, they're going to do all their interviews, but like the stuff that comes out of Famitsu is just like, why did this not happen through the official channel? <laughs> so the first one we have is that, they start talking about Dissidia, the console version of Dissidia, which mm. they've never really spoken about before, ever, apart from the fact that there was that exclusivity deal in place that meant it was at the arcades for a year and then it could go to consoles. So we all kind of assumed it would at some point, but they never actually said anything officially about it until the Fumitsu interview after the event, <laughs> where the guy or the director and the producer said, yeah, no, sorry, we kind of wanted to show at the event, but it just wasn't ready yet. Yeah. What, like a day later? <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, well, you got away with showing a concept art image for Final Fantasy VII. Why could you not have just shown the same, like a Dissidia yeah. logo, just to yeah. say, yeah, guys, it's coming. Yeah, all, coming soon. All they had to do is have a giant slide of Dissidia Arcade or whatever it's called, and just say, hey, this is coming to consoles, and people yeah. would have gotten so hyped about that. Or even just like pull the whole like you know they they would play the Dissidia trailer and then just at the end just say coming to consoles yeah. soon yeah. like and I mean they even the interview they started talking about the fact there's going to be a story mode they started talking about the fact they want to make it a global esport like a lot of stuff they yeah. were talking about there for a game that hasn't actually been announced yet yep I, know. I was actually watching uh, y- y'all's video yesterday about Dissidia and uh, y'all mentioned that it was. That they're they're thinking about using that like soft engine yep. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And in the comments, I actually wrote, "Oh my god, I hope they don't like you know sexualize the, the female characters." I know. And then With I was the- like, "Uh, you know what? I should make a video about this." So I, I literally started writing a script on my <laughs> really... my thoughts about that. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, in the interview, they didn't even talk about that. It, they well, one of the guys. I don't know why it got brought up, but no. what, the, I think the director was just like, "Well, I'd actually think it's appropriate for the for the characters we have." Yeah. And then 
the other guy who is the producer, I guess, whichever yeah. one he wasn't, started saying, well, actually, it would probably be quite good for Kuja. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> butt jiggle. <laughs> but yeah. butt physics. <laughs> No, thankfully, thankfully, I don't think that um, I don't think that they would be able to sexualize the the only one I can think of that they could actually like Tifa, even right? try to sexualize is Tifa, who's not even yeah. announced the game yet. So who's not even announced for the game yet? But like, yeah, no, thankfully, like all the all the like Final Fantasy girls, I think, are pretty strong, strong in the yeah, they're armored up as well. Yeah, they're armored up. They have a lot of clothing. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that they would be able to do what they do with the that are alive people i can't no, imagine yeah. i can't imagine them putting yuna in a g-string honestly that oh would just my be god so out of character so out of character so, for a summoner it's so weird to even hear about like oh god no <laughs> but uh yeah no um no i i admit i did laugh a bit with the uh with the soft engine and kuja's butt so so ignoring the fact that this interview exists yeah um, are are you excited to finally know it is happening? Yes. I'm oh so yeah, excited. for sure. I I really loved uh, Dissidia Duo Decim. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah. One Dissidia of their fabulous 012. names. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't uh, know. Yeah, I'm I'm really hyped uh, for it because I actually played uh, Dissidia the first time on PlayStation TV with a controller oh, and nice. i was like wow this should have come out on ps3 so yeah thankfully we're, we're actually getting a console version so i know i'm happy about it oh it's sure. been so long it's been too long we we definitely should have had yeah, it I mean, by people now i've been requesting this game pretty much since the original decedia came out which probably is... even before then they probably were requesting this kind of game since urgeis like that's true <laughs> you know oh, yeah since those classic days where you played volleyball with uh zach and uh cloud um but yeah no i'm i'm so stoked and i think like they are really square enix is really doing things properly i mean the fact that they called upon team ninja is awesome to do uh to do decidia and i've heard that it's actually like really the mechanics are really cool um i just i still don't know how they're gonna do the gameplay because obviously it's three it's three on three that's true um with the story mode i guess maybe they're gonna just do a one-on-one mode for that or whether it's gonna be kind of like doa where or other games where you can switch between who you want to control or Mm. like the other ones would be ai yeah i saw a uh a gameplay video not too long ago where it was that they were showing a 1v1 so I think that mode is in the game. Yeah, maybe they'll just change to 1v1. And, and then, then maybe have, like, guest yeah. members. Yeah, and then I guess when you're online, you can form a party or something and yeah. go that way, or you can go random. Yeah, and either way, I'm I'm stoked. I really wish that it... I, I really wish that it come to arcades, though, in um in the States, especially, like, round one, if they had picked it up. Because I think it would have been fun to just play it in its, like original setting i mean like i used to love playing like tekken in arcades and that sort of thing i think it would have been cool to to also get it on um an arcade version but i guess it's probably like really expensive those those um arcade boxes i'd imagine so yeah because you gotta get three yeah Yeah. why not you gotta get six haven't you yeah six and then you also have to have like and it's like a ps4 each essentially i i think the coolest thing about this is the is the fact they're trying to make it into an esport because yeah I think like the esports have been so uh, monopolized by first person shooters and then obviously real time like, strategy uh, yeah, like League of Legends and stuff. Like there were, we had quite a few comments saying like because the Final Fantasy families they're RPG people. Like they never they've never yeah. really 
if you don't like first person shooters you kind of you don't have a choice like but we had quite a few comments saying that you know they're going to really try and take it seriously like if it does become an esport like it's a it's a career opportunity yeah it playing is. final fantasy games yeah oh my god yeah so it'd cool. be awesome <laughs> that'd be so cool well um, yeah. i'm it, it also makes me excited because uh i live in las vegas and that's where evo is held which is the big fighting uh, game tournament yeah 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 uh, yeah, so, and the fighting game community, you know, they, they jump on fighting games really quick and get really good at them, so I just want to cosplay a Final Fantasy character at EVO. I don't want to be a Street Fighter <laughs> character. Yeah, yeah I, I just want you, an excuse. I guess if you went as a Final Fantasy character now, it would be like, okay. Yeah. Um, like, Hi. Like, who are you? <laughs> I'm Chun-Li dressed up as lightning. Yeah, Back exactly. Off. Back off. <laughs> I really right. want to, I really want to cosplay lightning and and do my lightning impression one of these days. Oh, that'd be awesome. I do love lightning. She's just so epic. So much sass. Yeah. All right, so the next story that also came out afterwards was uh, Kitaze speaking about the Final Fantasy VII remake. And um, yeah, he kind of apologized a bit about the fact they weren't able to show anything, but um, I think even Hashimoto apologized. He was like, yeah. oh, we want to show something soon, but Kitaze's going to talk about that. Like, as if they've got this whole planned interview strategy. Um yeah, so um, they were initially talking to Kataze about something that I actually think is a very interesting subject, and I was glad they asked, because obviously if, if the part one of the Final Fantasy remake isn't going to come out this year, it might come out next year, maybe the year after, who knows? Like, When's part two going to come out? Yeah. Because Kataze basically said that they're not going to be, it's not going to be months between these games, it's going to be years. Yeah. So there could be, if there's three parts, which is what we're assuming, maybe four, it could be like six, seven years between Ugh. the first part and the second part. And how are you going to maintain the quality? Because like it can't be like the Lightning um, series where the gameplay completely changed. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're going to have to have expe- expectations and then they're going to have to keep Cloud and Barrett's models the same all yep. the way through. But by the end of the series, the games are going to look like crap compared yeah. to what else is out at that yeah. time. Yeah. And also, like, I mean, it might even, we might even skip a generation as well. Yeah, we might, might even be on, on PS5. Yeah. This so, is very, like, difficult to think about. Like, it's just like, what? I know. What are they planning? Like, I, I just know. want I just want answers. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, if you think about it, at the moment, we're three and a half years into this console generation. Mm-hmm. It's generally about year six or seven that, that they the, start next, the next saying, one comes out. They're already out. saying about it. Like, so they're already talking about it. If, if Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 doesn't come out until 2018, 2019, that's going to be four and a half to five years into the generation. Oh, my God. Like... It's a weird, a weird situation to be. And it's in. also like the cliffhangers as well. Like, I mean, with Final Fantasy VII, you just wanted to put in that next disc, didn't you? Like, when you were playing through it, you just were like, "All oh, right, yeah. disc one complete. All right, I need to go on the second disc. I need to know what happened. I need to know what's going on." Oh, that's gonna be terrible. That's go- I'm gonna be like, I need this right now. I'm gonna be worse than I am with Orange Is the New Black. Like, honestly, <sighs> like with Orange Is the New Black and Stranger Things, I'm gonna be so bad. Because I'm gonna have to wait years. But yeah, so that that was an interesting one, and he was just like, "Well, that's kind of my job to worry about that." It's like, "Well, okay, Kataze, yeah, um, track record in recent years, uh, masters of respect for what he did when he was directing games, yeah. but like Dirge of Cerberus, massively his call. Yeah, he, he's a risk taker. Yeah, he is <laughs> these days, and I don't necessarily." think the risks he takes are the best anymore <laughs> i respect yeah. risk takers but yeah sometimes you have to um not. yeah so he was basically talking about then well what are they going to do in the interim between these games because if you just have one game and then you've got to wait a, two years until the next part like you're going to lose 
a lot of the audience in that mm. time, potentially. So then he started talking about the compilation of Final Fantasy VII and how they don't actually have a plan right now, <laughs> but um, they're, they're going to do things to try and uh, garner interest in between. And they've looked at Final Fantasy XV and how that's worked and what they've done there. And he mentioned the fact that they're going to be looking to make other titles. Now, we don't know if they're Final Fantasy VII titles or not, but um, it was. he also didn't discount another movie. Mm-hmm. So like they've, they're clearly planning stuff around yeah. it. I think the interesting thing is that he was like, well, you know, we'd really like to do active time reports like Tabitha did, but yeah, we just don't know if we're going to have time with all these other games we're making. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, how can you just drop that? Boop. Yep. yep, like, yep. Right at the end. Oh, by the way, guys, we're making loads of other games. <laughs> that's just, like, that's just their style. They just don't think them that they're important. Like the things that they think are important. Oh, well, no, in, in, in the end of the interview, the Fumitsu were like, oh, so um, have you thought about remaking six? And he was like, yeah, actually, you know, if we weren't making seven, it's the game that all the staff would want to make. Yeah. Oh my God. And it's pending. It's pending. That was the, that was the kicker is that it, it's pending. It's like what? we know you're not going to make it for like at least six or seven years now so why even say anything i know i know just say something like you know well if the fan demand is there say you're normal or we've made the decision to do seven we're not thinking about six at all until it's finished yeah Yeah, exactly yeah they just need to not say anything they just need to be like all right guys we're gonna the only games we're working on are seven and you know uh, something else but we can't really talk about it like that's it like don't don't say all these things. I, I know. Get it. Uh, they just have a massive problem with word word vomit in that company, like Tabata <laughs> as well. Like they just they just have a problem. They have a problem. <laughs> they need to sort their PR out. <laughs> we'll get into Tabata in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. No, I mean, and the fact that yeah, like there's possibility of additional Final Fantasy VII properties coming out as well. Like, oh my. If they come out with more mobile games, like I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the mobile games, but like I don't have that much room left on my well, phone. We've had G bike, we've had snowboard. They're going to well, remake. We haven't had well, it. True. Let's be clear, we that's haven't true. had. Well, the snowboarding one Japan we did. Japan has snowboarding one was North America. Yeah, but like maybe they're going to make the basketball mini game into it for or the rest, <laughs> of, the arm wrestling game. <laughs> They'll make the massage <laughs> massage with monkey game. Oh my god, that would be incredible. Could we have a massaging monkey? Yeah, swatting, squatting would be great. <laughs> um, I, I'm still hoping that they come out with an HD collection. I think that it would be well. The weird thing, so when we were doing the, we did a re- recap over the compilation, and um, Tabata was talking about Crisis Core because he was getting questions about when yeah. when uh, Type Zero HD came out. Obviously, yeah. he directed Crisis Core too, so they were saying, you know, now that you've done Type Zero HD, you're going to do Crisis Core. And obviously, a lot of other companies have done HD remasters of a lot of their games, like Prince of Persia. Like, there's no real need to do it. They just yeah, no, it. they like, just did it because people want to yeah. play it. Square haven't done any HD remasters really, apart from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and um, well, and, and what from the Japanese games at least. Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean, excluding ten for some reason in that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You're why. missing ten, and you're missing um, twelve as well, but, which is just announced. But he basically said that like everyone in the world got Crisis Core, so there's no like, why would they remake it? Because the next generation wants to play yeah. it. Like, that's and, the whole thing. Yeah, like, much better graphics. Yeah, exactly. he's like, well, I, I don't want to do a remaster. If I was going to do Crisis Core, I wouldn't do a remaster. I'd do a full-on remake of it. Mm. So. That's too much. That's too much, though. Because that's the thing. They're remaking 7. Like, I mean, it would be, people would be perfectly happy with just a remaster. I, 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 get, I kind of 
I get it. I, I guess well, our maybe. generation, original people that played it would probably appreciate it, but then you've got, you'd have the Type Zero problem. Like, it was yeah. a PSP game. Yeah, it's they, true. They'd be releasing on the PS4. Like, there would be issues it's very true maybe he is sort of saying that from his from his experience because type zero must have been such a a bollock to just to get done to sort of transfer over and there were so many things obviously it was built around uh like short sharp play bursts yeah yeah the gameplay was completely different and also i mean the gameplay must have like gameplay has evolved so much since then as well like i mean it's yeah, not crisis calls like 10 years ago now yeah like i mean if people sort of played this game now they would probably think this is not this is not what i want to play like why was this so great way back in the day like yeah. this this isn't yeah. that good um, so you know, if what's your favorite compilation property? Sue, have you have you played many of them from uh, FF Seven? Yeah, I mean, I I think I'd say my favorite is Advent Children, like the just the films. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, it is good. Just because I, I I really like when they are like, okay, this is a few years later, and this is what they're this is what these characters are doing now. Like, I, yeah. I kind of wish they would do that with some of the other FF games, like uh, Thirteen, especially. Like, hey, I, I'd love to see. Sarah and Snow get married, you know, like know. stuff like that. I know, I love them, but yeah, no, I I agree. I think, um, I mean, for the for me, the compilation, uh, well, I I just love Final Fantasy VII. I think Final Fantasy VII was just a perfect being, but I do definitely agree that like there's some games where I would just love to see where they are now. Like Final Fantasy VIII is one that I would especially love to just see what happens or have con- some confirmation some some kind yeah. of closure on whether or not maybe, maybe that's Squall why. was dead the whole time maybe that's why they can't do the sequel yeah maybe it is because squall is actually dead that would be an amazing sequel oh, no. a game with no squall <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'd be like garfield without garfield it's final fantasy 8 without final, without squall that would be so hilarious <laughs> but no like um i mean well, Final Fantasy X, we kind of had it with Ten Two, I guess, and yeah. uh, Last Mission, and then the possible Ten Three. Oh but, my God, um, no! <laughs> but Final Fantasy VI, I would definitely love to revisit too. But that's getting beside the point. For Final Fantasy VII compilation, I'm I'm definitely for the for the main game. I'd probably I'd say the main game, but I think of the wider a Crisis Core is probably the best thing they did. Yeah, Crisis Core is good too. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, Tabata. Yeah, yeah Tabata. Yeah. Um, um, right, Not Surge so, of Cerberus. Mo- we are ignoring that completely. Hey, like the story was okay. I like yeah, the, I like the characters true. introduced. Yeah. Um, it's the just spiets. that the gameplay, like the Square Enix had a history of going into those different gameplay styles. Obviously, they did Urgies, Bushido Blade, like the Bouncer. Yeah. They they experiment with things, but Kitaze taking risks. <laughs> you don't you don't do it with like your biggest property. No. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Can I just say I love the bouncer? It is so awesome, but I hated the fact it was like an hour long. That that was my yeah. only gripe about it. <laughs> like the game was really fun. It was just so short. Yeah, yeah. Play as Sora, <laughs> punching dudes in like alleyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We should segue to okay. uh, Tabata's uh, interview. <laughs> Segway. Well, I mean, he did an interview, kind of, but then uh, he obviously did the active time report as well. Mm. And in amazing, I'm going to start off with the most amazing piece of news, which is which we didn't talk about in the event. They did a Final Fantasy 15 roadmap. Yeah. They announced the Magitek suits, which two days later they had to say they weren't able to release. Yep. 
Oh, why? Why were they not able to release them, Daryl? Well, so this is the weird thing, right? So basically, they apparently didn't see any similarity between what they had done and the Power Rangers. <laughs> like, I don't know how, considering how popular the Power Rangers are in Japan. <laughs> yeah, it's And true. the fact there's a new, like, massive Hollywood movie coming out, which looks incredibly they, like the Magitek suits. Yeah, they look very, very similar. <laughs> so, yeah, Tab was like, well, the Western media started talking about the similarities, and then we got a call from Haim Saban, who oh, no. owned Power Rangers, <laughs> uh, saying... Yeah, it looks kind of similar. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't. From what Tabitha said, like it seemed like a bit of a sort. Like they had to be really careful what they said on the stream. Like, yeah. Uh, Fuji Sam was just like, "Let me do the talking." Yep. Um, hush, Tabitha. Hush. Um, but Tabitha, <laughs> but Tabitha did say that it. Like, so basically, they're redesigning the entire thing. It's been delayed indefinitely until they come up with a de- design they like. But he said that they're not changing it because of like the legal issues. They're changing yeah. it because they just didn't want people to think that were power- they, they were Power Ranger suits. <laughs> I'm 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 actually really excited about that because like I mean, it's very Power Rangers esque. But like they Square Enix has so many like great artists. They they could just make their own unique looking suit of armor for all yeah. the characters. Like yeah, just make it cool and show their faces. I don't know who's who. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. That's true. Yeah, no, I have absolutely no clue. But yeah, so um, the the booster pack, which was the whole reason for that announcement, yeah. um, was supposed to be coming on 21st of February. They've been delayed. But the booster pack plus, which is the paid version, is still coming out on, the de- on that day. Oh, yay. So um, that's all good. And there's going to be a patch that's coming out, which is going to do stuff like they're raising the level cap to 120. They're um, increasing the photo storage. You'll be able to listen to your, the music player on Chocobos. Um, there's loads of stuff that's that's coming with that. Where's it going to come out of the Chocobo's butt? Headphones. Oh, uh, headphones, maybe. One. I thought maybe the Chocobo's <laughs> have now been upgraded. <laughs> they now have music playing capabilities. <laughs> yeah. Magitek do you, Chocobo's. Do you want to hear this Chocobo fart Seymour's theme? Hmm, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Um, yeah, in, in in his interview, before the Act of Time report, I, I believe it's before the Act of Time report, he started talking about the fact that he knows that people have been requesting like to play in um, the Dark World, all that stuff, and going to Insomnia. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, we could do that, but it would take us a year each mm. to do it. So, like... Like, what what is that like? Because now there's going to be people that are just like, we'll do it then. Yeah. Like, we'll wait a year. Yeah, we'll do we it. We want to yeah. see that. Yeah. Which means that, like, the Final Fantasy 15 team is going to be working on Final Fantasy 15 for the rest what? of their lives. I, this, is, this is what I don't understand <laughs> as well. Because so in the Active Time Report, they announced that they're going to be putting out a survey so that people in the different regions, like North America, Europe, and Japan, can let the team know what they want to see in the game. Yeah. Now... I don't. I guess this, some of this is to do with the patching, yeah, stuff. But like, we don't even know when episode Ignis is coming out. It's it, like so they dated Gladiolus. That's coming out twenty eighth of May. Sorry, at twenty eighth of March. Prompto is coming out in June. So Ignis is probably going to come out like September, mm. October time. So that's almost a year after. And then we've got the multiplayer expansion coming out after that. Mm-hmm. I would presume, mm-hmm. which is going to be what, like November, December time. Yeah. And then it sounds like they're planning. Like the second, a second season pack. Yeah. On top of that. Yeah. Like, where? How long do they think people are going to be playing this game for? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. But like, I, honestly, I thought it was really interesting because, uh, you know, we got the confirmation that uh, we could play as Aranea, Iris, and Core now. So I was kind of under the assumption that that stuff would, like, if they really want to 
make the make the DLC like consistent that it would be in the dark world but i mean they they said that would be like another year of of development so probably not now i know it's such a shame though isn't it cuz like they they said that you know these guys would be in the main game like yeah. they said that like people like Luna Freya would be guest characters in the main game and like when it didn't happen which is kind of like oh Okay. Well, they're kind of shoehorning things in now. So um, one of the things they announced on the October report is that the Chapter 13 redo, which they're, which I mean, US Gamer described it as a complete overhaul, like top to bottom overhaul. Um, they felt that the game was too scary during that segment. Too boring, <laughs> oh my so god! They're, so they com- <laughs> so they're completely redoing it. I thought it was perfect, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I thought I it was really a bit, that's a thing. I thought it was a bit too long. There are some people who, there, there are people who think it's perfectly, you know, fine. So, like, what happens to those people? Like, do, yeah. they, do they get the option, oh, I want to play the original <laughs> Chapter 13, or I want to play the updated Chapter 13? I think they're not going to have a choice. No. Yeah. Which is a shame. Which is kind of worrying, because obviously, they the original Chapter 13 was what they thought they should do. Yeah. And they did it through focus testing and everything, and it was fine. Now, they're doing what they think we want, so... What happens if they, again, don't do what we want? Are they yeah. going to do it again? And well, just keep doing it thing. again until they get it right? <laughs> I know. I mean, like, I completely understand that they want... They don't want to put out anything that we don't want. Like, that's fair enough. But, like, they... All of us are different. All Every fan wants something different from the series. And I don't think that we, as a unit, can really have a definitive say of what we want as a collective because all of us want different things from Final Fantasy. I'd much rather them just just sort of do what they want to do and like leave it at that because like I mean if they thought it was fine yeah. then they should just leave it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like they're I've heard now that they're doing surveys for future updates like asking fans what they want or they're planning on doing surveys to ask fans what they want for future updates and it's just like no, no. Like, I mean, like, I understand what you're trying to do, but, like, do the game that you want to do, because that's what I'm trusting you to do. That You get paid to be the director, You get right? paid to be the director. <laughs> if I wanted you to make the game for me, I would play The Sims. I would play Final Fantasy The Sims. Don't but give them ideas. I know, it's That's true. their next game. I know, Final Fantasy Simulator. Let's have Ignis have 5,000 babies so you can make a new <laughs> oh, recipe. No. I oh need to make five thousand recipes. Um, but yeah, I did mention about shoehorning, and and one of the re- the one of the ways they're actually changing chapter thirteen is that <laughs> because it's coming out on the same day as episode Gladiolus, and clearly they've worked on Gladiolus's mechanics by that point, they're actually changing it so that you can play as Gladiolus through episode thirteen or chapter thirteen. How? Like, there's That's going to so be a weird. part where you switch away from Noctis and you get to play as Gladiolus instead. Oh, interesting. So you could just like fight your way through it. While yeah. Noctis is like running around, yeah, like dealing. Oh, with so they're basically just changing. So they're gonna like because obviously we don't really know what happens with Gladiolus and Ignis no. while they're doing the thing. So they're gonna, I guess they're gonna switch it over so you can play as him for a bit. Oh, like I, I think that would be pretty cool. Like back, yeah. back to what you said about the choice. Like yeah, you could either choose to play as Gladio and have a not scary time, <laughs> or yeah. be Noctis and play it how it was. Yeah. If only, or, I I hope they do it that way. That would yeah. be pretty cool if they allow you to, because there Switch are points in the, the game two. where you get to pick two different options. So yeah, yeah. Maybe if you could do that, yeah. that would be quite cool. Yeah. But I, my optimism is low. Oh yeah, that. poor Daryl. I, I think it's going to be a point where they force the change on you. Mm. Like when they more. force you to 
to leave, like when they force Gladiolus to leave without your consent, and you're just like, yeah. no, don't go. I, Sorry, no. guys, I have to go do something. What What are you going to do, Gladio? Uh, I don't know. Uh, don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's I not know. Important. I'm your sworn bodyguard. I'm your sworn bodyguard. You'll be right doing this massive dungeon with Aranea, yeah. who's a gun for hire that you don't even know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, uh, Arden's there. Like, we we could get betrayed at any second, Gladio. Just to <laughs> just cool. to highlight your hair, that isn't a massive spoiler. Yes. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, Arden is like, yeah, yeah. We we got so ripped upon for saying that Arden was the bad guy, and it's just like, it, how can you how can you not tell from the one wing that he has in Kingsglaive, from the fact that he is in Kingsglaive, and the fact that he is not on the side of Regis. How can you not tell that he is a bad guy? He He's bad. He just looks evil, too. And he sounds evil, too. And I don't mean to stereotype, but most of the time, the English flamboyant person is generally evil in something. Yeah. <laughs> not Ignis, though. Not Ignis. He's very he's very prim and proper. Or, yes. ba- or Balthier. Or Balthier. It's true. It's true. I'm but sorry, But he's Darryl. very charming. I know I did touch... These aren't Hollywood movies. It's true. Right? They are. But <laughs> Kingsglaive was. No. <laughs> it's true but yeah no we, like the whole gladio leaving thing it's it's not a spoiler like, yeah. the whole thing is we don't know where he went we don't know what happened no no, we, no one knows we he, will find out on the 28th of march all i know <laughs> is that he came back and he really wanted cup noodles and so i yeah. had to go find cup noodles for him so i just was like all right well maybe he just you know got pregnant like he he went and you know i don't know I, I'm getting really. This That's is why he has that weird. new scar on his on his chest. Yeah, exactly. He had they an had to alien. Cut the baby out. He had an alien type experience where this alien just popped out. He didn't want to talk about it, so he did have the one on his <laughs> chest as well. Exactly. So he was just hungry for some cup noodles. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> what am I even talking about? So yeah, Tabitha obviously. <laughs> the, basically, they all did interviews where they talked about stuff that they where they didn't really need to talk about it yeah they announced things which got delayed two days later um <laughs> but i mean episode gladiolus is coming out core is going to be a guest character in it so that looks quite cool yeah that, um, so that was awesome they, i know the pronto bit looked really cool i as love well. core so much he got Next, so under i wonder so why underappreciated. they announced the release date or at least window for ignis though like, I don't know maybe they still haven't quite decided what it's going to be no i don't think so because like ignis did get quite a big arc in the game so i think that they're probably still they probably still are just just deciding yeah. although i've um, i've um i've heard some things on the inside uh that are conflicting so i i feel like it, it might be like they they don't know yet what they want to do with ignis so yeah. yeah poor ignis he's my favorite boy i love him i know he's so squishy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i do <laughs> All right, I think I think our time has come to an end Aww. for these wonderful discussions. Oh no, yeah. I know. Um, so yeah, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed us talking about the thirtieth anniversary opening ceremony and about Gladiolus giving and birth to aliens. We'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll cut that. <laughs> Why? Why? No. This was my beautiful creation. This was my Kojima production. Do not Konami me. Do not Konami me. Right. Take the pitch down a bit. Take it down. Take I'm it sorry. down a notch. I'm You're sorry. okay. Okay. Um, so music for this episode is from Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Appropriate. Yes. Uh, it's a remix of Kate Sith's theme by Randy Brown. It's an acapella remix, actually. Ooh. Yeah. 
Uh, the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to come out on the 21st of February. And of course, if you want to subscribe to us, head over to iTunes and type in Final Fantasy. We are the number one podcast. And of course, if you want to go to FinalFantasyUnion.com, you can catch all our news coverage from Braden. And if you want to support the show, please head over to Patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion. Alright guys, if you wouldn't mind saying your farewells. Bye guys, it was lovely talking to you, Sue Lightning. Oh, thank you so much. I, I'm very glad you guys had me on your podcast. I'm a, I'm a big fan of your channel, so yeah. Oh, we love yeah, you too. That's awesome. Yay, love. Alright, and I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFantasyUnion.com production. <laughs>